This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan at this time. Let me just slow down a minute. Oftentimes, the old Trailblazer gets all worked up, and I, I get carried away, and folks say that I talk too fast, so I'm going to just slow down. And the old Trailblazer wants you to wants you to hear, especially when i uh, bringing you God's message as I am today. We're looking there today at a study on blood redemption in the Old Testament. And we saw there where Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden. And the Lord had a, had a flaming sword placed there to where they could not get back to the tree of life. And we saw, we saw there in our last study how that uh, the question is asked, how can I come into the presence of God? In the, hundred, in the 16th Psalm, we find these words, Thou shalt show me the path of life, but by nature no man can find out this path. For there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Now, <clears throat> let me elaborate there just a little bit. In this religious world that we have today, we have every sort of concoction, every sort of avenue folks think, uh, believe that they can come to Christ, be saved, whatever they, whatever they want to call it. But let me tell you, folks, there's only one way to be saved, and that's by and through blood redemption. And I know that the religious world today that I run into out there on the street, in the, in the places of service, whatever, at funerals and so forth, I know that the religious world today has a, has a set way, they call it, of a sinner getting to Christ. And I hear the radio preachers and the television preachers and evangelists spouting off this particular way, and the most simplest way they have now is to come here to their church, come down to the front after the service, shake my hand, and you're saved. And that's what they palm off. Then they palm off on our little ones in the Sunday school class. You want to trust Jesus? You want to make the pastor happy? You want to raise your hand if you trust Jesus? There's another error, my friend. Then the others come on down and be baptized and you're saved. My friend, none of those things. None of those things is the way. None of those things is a way of life. But you said, uh, how can I come into the presence of God? We find there, thou shalt, listen, how can I? There's a way that seemeth right unto man. That's what we have now. But the end thereof are the ways of death, according to Proverbs 16, 25. One day the Lord Jesus Christ left the bosom of the Father, that he might open up a way. Now, I want you to listen to this. You, you tell me you want to be saved. Honestly, sincerely, you want to be saved. You realize that you don't have anything, just a false profession. You listen. Would you do that? One day the Lord Jesus Christ left the bosom of the Father, that he might open up a way for us into the bosom of the Father. Then the question arises: how did he do it? How did he do it? Was it by exerting his divine authority? Was it by escaping the flaming sword of justice? No, for it turned every way. Was it by exerting his divine authority and saying to the fire sword, withdraw? No, this would have dishonored the Father's law. But he, came, he became a man. Yes, a man. And he, Christ Jesus, in our stead, became sin. He advanced, he advanced in our place <coughs> to meet the fiery sword. 
I'm asking you to listen now, to pay attention, wake up. Old Trailblazer's windmill is, takes a lot of water. I had to stop and get a sip of water. Old Dr. Copeland used to preach here for us, and he was an old Texan. He'd say, my windmill takes a lot of water. Well, the old Trailblazer does too. But I, I praise the Lord that you listen. Let's go back and start over again. The question arises, how did the Lord make that way of escape? How did he make that way of, of coming uh, into the kingdom of God? Was it by escaping the flaming sword of justice? No, for it turned every way. That, that scripture is very plain, that it turned every way. There was no room for it to go. Was it by exerting his divine authority and saying to the fiery sword, withdraw? No, for this would have dishonored his father's law. But now you listen. He became a man. Yea, and he, he, Christ Jesus, the Son of God, in our stead, in our place, as our substitute, became sin. He advanced in our place to meet that fiery sword. And as he met it, he fell beneath its piercing blade. Therefore, since the glittering blade is bathed in blood from the side of the Redeemer, guilty sinners, whoever you may be, whatever you may be, you may enter over his bleeding body and find access to the paradise of God, to eat of the tree of life and to live, and live forever. Now, isn't that glorious? Would you like me to just quote that again? The Lord Jesus Christ became sin. He advanced in our place to meet that fiery sword which turned every way. As he met it, he fell beneath its piercing blade. Therefore, since the glittering blade is bathed in blood from the side of our Redeemer, guilty sinners, you and I, whoever you may be, whatever you may be, you may be the lowest uh, harlot on the street. You may be a drunkard in the gutter. You may be a whatever, a fornicator, whatever. Whatever you may be, let me tell you, you may enter in over his bleeding body and find access to the paradise of God to eat of the tree of life and live forever. Now, my friend, isn't that a glorious statement? The flaming sword turning every way, Therefore, there between the cherubims and overshadowing the altar was a symbol of the presence of God. And the only way man could approach God was with a bloody sacrifice or a substitute. We speak often here at the Old Trailblazer broadcast about the sacrifice. Do you have a, a sacrifice, my friend? Have you, have, you, have you ever seen yourself in need of a sacrifice? Someone... You say, what is a sacrifice? Someone to take my place. Yes, sir. My friends, Adam and Eve and their children knew the gospel. They knew that the only way they could come into the presence of God was to bring a sacrifice. And some of you have not learned that yet. You have not seen. You have struggled. You have wiggled and waggled and done everything in your power to get to Christ without coming by the way of repentance through the sacrificial blood of Christ. Now listen, the average preacher doesn't know it. The average professor doesn't know it. Now, with that truth in mind, I want us to go there and watch these two brothers making ready to come to worship, Cain and Abel. Our next 
our next thought we face is, the Bible says, in the process of time, which means at an appointed time. We don't know how long it was. No one does. It's not important. But at a certain time, a certain day, an appointed time, according to God's own calendar, no doubt it may have been the Sabbath day, I believe it was, or the last day of the week. They refrained from their toils and labors and turned their thoughts and steps toward the place of worship where the presence of the Lord was. We see Cain, the elder of the two. He went into the fields, plucked of the finest of the grain, the most beautiful of the flowers, and with his thank offering in his arms, he walked proudly down the road towards the place of worship. Now, I hope you get that picture. We're going to go slow. We're going to really go slowly there. That Cain went out into his field. He was a tiller of the ground. He was a farmer. He, he probably had the most beautiful uh, garden, vegetables, whatever you want to call it, that man can imagine because there was no, there was no, uh, no, nothing to hinder, my friend. But when he reached the altar there, uh, he, he dressed that altar with his thank offering. When he finished, it was beautiful to look upon. As he stood there admiring the beautiful offering, no fire came down to devour it. He got angry. He stood there with his countenance fallen in rebellion against God, throwing the blame back on God. Did you ever hear a sinner say, well, I don't see why God doesn't save me. I've heard that umpteen dozen times. I've come to him, and he hadn't saved me. I just don't see why God has, hadn't saved me. Well, listen, my friend, I'll tell you why. God doesn't have to save you, and you're going to come clean and come clear before God saves you. God never admits a sinner into his presence until all rebellion is broken. You know what rebellion is, my friend? Taking issue with God. Your will is crossways to God. Let me, let me spell that word for you. Rebellion. R-E-B-E-L-L-I-O-N. Some of you will not admit that you're in rebellion against God and against his word and against his authority. You just, you, you've puffed up your chest and pooched out your chest and you think you somebody come. Now, why didn't Jehovah God accept Cain's offering? Oh, my friend, uh, just to look upon, by nature, he was, he was just as good as Abel. By nature, he was a nice young man. There was no difference between the two brothers. By nature, what was the difference? What is the difference, my friend? The difference was in their offering. Their offering. Cain's offering had no blood. That's what we're speaking about in our study now. The blood. Oh, blood redemption. And without the shedding of blood, there is no redemption. Now, you may not want to talk about that. You may not want to hear about it. You may not understand it. But the Lord Jesus Christ came to save sinners. And his method of doing that was to shed his precious blood there on Calvary's cross by the cruel hands of men. You and I had been there. We would have done the same identical thing. Don't shrug your shoulders and say, well, them old Jews, they crucified the Lord. Or them old Romans, they crucified. No, sir. It was you in me, whatever your nationality was, you helped to crucify him. If you'd have been there, you'd have been, you'd have been hurling the sword, or you'd have been putting the thorns on his brow. You'd have been doing that, my friend. If you've never seen that, you know nothing of the total depravity of the human heart. But I just tell you, oh, but listen, they were Cain and Abel. You could look at them. You couldn't see any difference in them. No. 
but but Cain's had no blood. He saw that turnips and mustard and carrots and peas and corn, all of those things, great, great, and flowers dressed up, gracious bouquets of flowers on both ends of the altar, but there was no blood there, my friend, only by the shedding of blood. And you might not want to hear this. You may not want to understand it, but it's by the shedding of blood, my friend. Are you under the blood? Can the old trailblazer just be honest with you as we're going off the air? Are you under the blood? Have you ever seen yourself guilty and needing of a cleansing, my friend? You need to be cleansed. Have you ever seen that? Only the blood. The blood goes deeper than the stain, my friend. We sing that song. I told you I'm going to get it out of the archives and play it for you one day by Dr. Lester Roloff. The blood goes deeper than the stain. And it's only by blood that you'll ever be saved. The old trailblazer going to be true to your soul, my friend. That's all I know how to do. Bring you these simple studies that Christ died for sinners and that every man must be come to Christ as a poor old lost sinner crying for mercy. Have you ever asked the Lord for mercy? The Lord will save you if you'll ask him for mercy. Take the blame and ask for mercy. And uh, remember, if you would, help me with the broadcast just a little. And thank you for writing and telling me what station you're listening over. And stay in touch with me, if you will. Let me know that you're listening day by day. Remember my website, radiomissions.org. And then the Old Trailblazer's address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And I do ask you to pray for me. Tell someone else about the broadcast. And then look us up there on the web. If you'd like to have a catalog for the Radio Bible and Book Room, you write me. We'll send you one of those. And uh, until next time, uh, may the Lord blessing rest upon you. Goodbye. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.